What's up, everybody? How are you today? I am feeling really good. 2019 has been amazing for me. Um, so a few things. It feels really weird, actually, recording this. I haven't recorded a podcast in probably four weeks. I usually do a lot of these in advance so that they're set and ready to go for you guys. And I was so ahead of myself and caught up. I was like, dang, I have to actually do a podcast. So today's podcast right now about how to get your goals right for 2019. And the reason why I decided to do this one is because I am still hearing people talk about how they still have to get their act together, right? So it's 2019. We are, what, two weeks away from the end of the month. And my question is to you, how many of you have kept your new year, new me, new whatever resolutions? Raise your hand. I can't see you, but raise your hand, right? How many? Five, 10, 20 of you? (laughs) I know for me, I can say I have 100% committed to my new year intentions because in December, I set these intentions and I began to work those intentions that have carried over into this new year. And I know sometimes it's hard because, you know, you make goals and you make resolutions or you make intentions, you do whatever every single year and every single year you blow it, right? But I know for some of you, you did last minute ones, right? And I know you did because I see you out there. I see you. I was you at one point. You either made them the night before, the day of, or today, right? (laughs) Over these past 20 days, you've been starting over every week like, okay, today I'm going to do this. Today is going to be the day I'm going to start whatever it is you want to start. And I kudos, applaud you for wanting to start. But today, the reason why, if you haven't been able to fully execute your goal is because you really don't know how to develop, plan, and execute it. And that's what I want to help you with because a goal, no matter what day it is, day one, day 20, day 45, if you are not able to, on December 31st, 2019, look back at your year and say that I came through with what I wanted to do, then what's the point? right? Because again, it's all about reflection. That's what we do at the end of the year. We reflect. And I want you guys to be successful in reflecting back at the end of this year saying, fuck yes, I did it. I accomplished my goal. I did it. So I'm going to give you how I do my goals. I don't really call them goals. I call them intentions because I do them based on how I want to feel. And that's the first one. The first is your goal, your intention has to be motivating. And by motivating, I mean, once you start, follow through and achieve your goal, how are you going to feel, right? So at the beginning of whatever goal that you have, you feel energized, right? And when you follow through with your goal, you are feeling happy. And then by the time you reach your goal, you feel confident. All right. Do you see how this is playing off? You have to have motivation. And that motivation comes from a feeling. 
So when we have an emotion set to a goal, it makes it a lot easier for us to stick to. I mean, how many of us set out goals that are going to make us feel like shit? I mean, seriously, do you wake up in the morning and say, okay, today I'm going to eat 40 moon pies so that my belly hurts and I wind up puking by the end of the day, right? No, you don't do that. That does not make you energized. And if you did follow through with that, you would not be happy. And at the end, if you ate all the moon pies, are you going to feel pretty confident about yourself? (laughs) Right? No, no one does that. The goal will not make you feel good. The end result does not make you feel good. So you want to find a goal that's going to leave you feeling a certain way. So maybe it is to start eating better and lose weight, but why? What's the motivation so that you can play with your kids more, right? Maybe you want to feel more sexy. Maybe you want to go out and have more fun, right? Maybe all this weight is not, it's keeping you back from going out and doing the things that you love. If you were able to start eating better and lose weight, right, you would start to feel happy. You would be energized. You would feel confident. You know, if it's to be, you know, play more with your kids, you would feel like a better mother, right? Things like that. You want to associate a feeling. And I want you to find a goal that is motivating and not just superficial. And what I mean by that is because I hear, and I've done it too, superficial goals would be like to lose weight, right? And even though you don't voice this out loud, right? When you're with your girls or, you know, you're, you're just thinking about what you want to, what your goal is going to be. A superficial goal is I want to lose 20 pounds, but in the back of your mind, it's because you want to, you know, land yourself a new husband. You want to get your ex-boyfriend back. Um, you know, you feel like if you lost weight, the guy that you've been eyeing and talking to will finally ask you out. Those are superficial goals. Okay. Because at the end of the day, you're really not feeling energized, happy, and confident about what you're doing. You're doing it more than likely for someone else's benefit to make you feel good about yourself. So sure, it might work. It really did. It really will probably might work if you lost 20, 30 pounds. But if you don't have that internal environment in check, that new partner, uh, you know, your ex-boyfriend, whatever... First and foremost, they probably won't even care. Or if they are with you, they might just see right through that. And well, you know, after they see through it, then you fight and whatever. But that's a whole nother episode topic. So make sure your goal is motivating and not just superficial. And that's why I say you have to have a real emotion behind it. All right, moving on to number two. So now you found the emotion, you have this goal. Is your goal specific? Is it just to lose weight, right? Like a lot of people say, I just want to lose weight. Or is it to lose 20 pounds? Or is it to have, a not have, but to lose 10% body fat? Is it to be able to do 10 pull-ups, right? Not just, I want to do pull-ups. I want to be able to do 10 pull-ups. Make it specific. When goals are specific, it allows us to gauge or measure what we are doing. It isn't just going up after something all willy-nilly, right? When you aren't specific, you don't get results. 
because there isn't a definite tangible thing that you're after. You want to make sure that whatever it is that you want, you make it damn specific. If it's, I want to lose 20 pounds, right? It's, I want to lose 20 pounds in three months, right? Or I want to lose 20 pounds so that I can fit into this dress that is a size six. Like be super specific. Number three is you're going to develop a realistic plan. So here's the thing, and I'm going to go with the pull-up um, example because it's it just it's easier to, to go with as far as um, how to make something realistic for you. So if your plan is to do, let's just say, 10 pull-ups, right, and you have this goal and you go to the gym, and you just automatically jump up on the pull-up bar and you try to practice doing 10 pull-ups. Yes, practicing is key, but nobody ran a marathon straight out the gate, right? You have to work your way to it. You probably have to start on the treadmill practicing running, right, for distance, or maybe just running down the street to the stop sign for a week or two, and then trying to find another a point of distance to go to, right? You don't just do a marathon. And if you do, God bless you. <laughs> but you have to develop a plan. So for instance, a good way to start pull-ups is actually developing back strength. So maybe you write out your plan being three days a week, I'm going to do back exercises, right? And then start with the pull-up machine. Twice a week, I'm going to use the pull-up machine and you know, every two weeks I will decrease the weight. And if you don't know what I'm talking about on the pull-up machine, um, you can adjust the weight to help you um, lift your body weight up. So the more weight that you add, it's actually balancing out your body weight so that it's easier for you to, to um, move up and down. So you start on the pull-up machine and then now you're going to decrease that weight every two weeks until you are actually able to start pulling your own body body weight, right? Then maybe you'd go to the actual pull-up bar where it's not on a machine. You just jump up and maybe you do a partial pull-up, right? Because now you don't have that assistance from the pad of the machine helping you, but now you're strictly re relying on your own muscles to pull you up. So maybe you don't still don't do a pull-up, but you do a partial pull-up. And then your partial pull-up pull up turns into a full pull-up, right? And then after that, you do two. And then after that, now you can do three, right? You're working your way up. You have a plan. And it's very realistic and it's very strategic. So make sure when you have this goal that it's specific and that it is realistic, right? Your plan is realistic to execute. Don't just say, you know, if this is, you know, you want to get up and start going to the gym. Don't just say you're going to wake up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym when you have never woken up that early in your life, right? You're either seven o'clock or later every day. Don't say you're going to wake up at four. Don't even try it. Because when that alarm clock goes off, I damn well pretty sure that you're just going to turn it off. <laughs> I've done it many times right? Don't say you're going to cut out soda when you've been drinking three a day for the past three years. Make a plan that is doable for you right now and then adjust 
as time goes by, right? When you've progressed, you can then move on to something more challenging, but still realistic. So if you want to cut out soda, you've been drinking three a day, maybe now it's, okay, today I'm going to, before I drink soda, I'm going to have a glass of water, right? Because maybe that water is going to fill you up. You're not going to want the soda. So now maybe you're only drinking two a day. And then you say, okay, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm only going to have one, right? So that leaves you Tuesday, Thursday. You have, you know, you're still doing maybe three a day. And then maybe you add Tuesday. Now you have two a day on Tuesday, but you still have one on Monday, right? Make something that is doable and realistic for you, but still challenging because there's something gratifying about being able to tackle a small challenge because it allows you to win that day, allows you to win that feat that you're trying to overcome. All right. Number four, and this one's a big one. This is something that um, I do. I've kind of gotten away from it, but I I often do this a lot. Um, At the end of the day, assess what you did and write it out. Write it out. Did you accomplish the said steps to lead you to your big goal? If you did, how do you feel about it, right? How do you feel? How did the day go? What did you find um, interesting that happened when you were able to do A, B, C, or D, right? And if you didn't accomplish the steps, write that down too, but write down why. Write out how you could have made this day a, a win by doing something differently, changing something, changing what, right? What could what could I have changed in order to be able to accomplish the steps that I needed to get towards my big goal? Was a part of your plan too much at one time, right? Maybe maybe you thought your plan was realistic and realistic and doable, but maybe it was a little bit too much. So how can you rewrite the plan and write that down? And then On top of that, at the end of each week, look back at your goal journal and write out how overall you felt for the week, right? So you go back, you go through Monday through Friday, maybe it's Friday night, and you're like, you know what? I feel pretty freaking good about this whole week, okay? I do. I feel great. I accomplished 90% of what I wanted to do. I feel good. But what changes, if any, do you need to make? Right? And then that's when you start to rewrite your plan. Right? You rewrite your plan, you make the changes, and then you start implementing them the very next day. So maybe you got overzealous about, you know, maybe you're you're going to the gym, right? And you decided that you were gonna go five days a week, but you only got there three days a week. Maybe because The other two days you forgot your child has dance class and it's going to interfere with, you know, your gym time. Because if you went to the gym, that means you wouldn't have time to get her to dance class or you take it to dance class. And then by the time you got to the gym and got done, it'd be time to pick her up and you'd be overly late picking her up, whatever the situation is. Okay. Rewrite your plan. Maybe you don't work out those two days a week for right now. Maybe your plan is instead of five days, I'm going to do three days. And on those two days that I don't go to the gym, at the end of each night, I will do 
25 jumping jacks, right? 25 air squats. So you're getting movement in, right? You're still getting an activity. So you do this every single day. You write about your day, how it went. You write it out. And at the end of the week, you do the same thing. And if there's changes that need to be done, you make the change and you start implementing them the next day. Number five, you need to make a deadline. So if you don't ever make a deadline, you're never going to accomplish your goal. And the reason why I say this is because there's no end point. You start to just think you have forever. And this is why a lot of people fail at their goals, at their intentions, at their resolutions, at their needs, at their wants, because they do not write an end date right? I can say I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, when? Well, forever because I don't have a, I don't have a deadline. I don't have a goal date. So you want to make sure that you have a deadline, right? But the trick here too is to have a deadline that is realistic. And by realistic, I mean one that is doable, but not so far out doable. So it's January 1st and you say, I want to lose 10 pounds and you say by June. Okay you can lose 10 pounds probably sooner than June, right? So you want to make sure that your deadline is realistic. So going back to the pull-ups, right? Uh, You can't make a goal doing 10 pull-ups in 30 days if you've never done a pull-up in your life, right? You can't lose 20 pounds in 20 days if you want to do it in a sustainable in a sustainable way. I mean, yes, I guess you could lose 20 pounds in 10 days if you just decide to stop eating. I don't know. But you want to make sure that the deadline makes sense based off of your plan. So uh, the pull-ups, like I said. So today is January 20th. The deadline could be something like April 20th. To me, that seems realistic. What? Right? So, and what makes that even better is if you accomplish your goal, before your deadline, that becomes a real driver to you. It becomes a real driver to your ego. And psychologically, it boosts the confidence and the reward system in the brain. So you have you have that want, right? That drive to tackle another goal. Okay. So you kind of want to make it one where it's like, okay, realistically, it's like say for me, right? Realistically, 10 pull-ups, I can get that done probably, I probably could do it in 30 days, right? I've practiced. I have the upper body strength. I just haven't been practicing enough. I could technically do it in 30 days, but I'm going to give myself 45, right? So 45 days from now, I'm going to do 10 pull-ups. And if I pull it off in 30, better yet, if I pull off in 20, I'm going to be freaking excited about that, right? I'm going to be like, yes, I fucking did this. What else can I do? Right? So that's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you have a deadline again that is realistic, kind of out there, but one that's doable. (laughs) Does that make sense? Just make it realistic. Make it realistic according to what your plan is. Number six is have a reward in place right? And the reason why I say this is that after all, you are working very hard. So depending on what your goal is, you want it to parallel um, 
that thing. So if your goal was to lose 20 pounds, reward yourself with something like a new outfit because your goal was to lose 20 pounds. And so that means you're going to need something new to wear. Reward yourself with a new outfit. Or because you've worked so hard for those three months to lose 20 pounds, take yourself out to dinner to your favorite restaurant, right? Maybe your goal was to save $2,000, right? You hit that limit. Maybe take yourself out on a little shopping spree, but set a spending limit, right? Have a delicious piece of cake. Whatever it is, make sure the reward is something that is parallel to your goal because then the success of that will be that much more gratifying, right? You can look at what you've done and say, damn, I did good. I lost 20 pounds. I'm going to buy myself a new outfit. Or I saved $2,000. I'm going to take $100 of that and I'm going to buy myself whatever I want. Because if you're saving money, right, you probably haven't bought anything except for the necessities. So take $100 out of that and, and reward yourself with something nice that you've always wanted or that you've been looking at, but you decided not to get because you are trying to make this big savings. And then after you do that, you start a new goal. And that's how you can get your goals right for this year. It's having a plan. It's having a motivation behind what you're doing. So you need to find a goal that is motivating. And again, by motivating, I mean that once you start, follow through, and achieve, you are able to feel energized when you begin it. You're happy going through it. And when you've accomplished it, you are confident about yourself, about what you did, about your challenge, about who you are, right? You want your goal to be specific, very specific. Not just, I want to lose weight, not just, I want to look good in a bathing suit, but I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 10% body fat. I want to be able to do 10 pull-ups. Make it specific. Develop a realistic plan. That was really hard for me to say just now. (laughs) Develop a realistic plan. Write out a plan that is doable, workable, and works for you. Right? Like I said, don't do something just because social media says it. You read it in a book. Do a plan that works for your life and implement it. At the end of each day, assess your plan. Write it out. What did you do? Did you accomplish it? Did you not? How do you feel? If you didn't accomplish it, write out why. Write out what you could have done to make that day a win. What could you change, right? What part of your plan was too much at one time? And think about ways that you can rewrite that plan. And then at the end of the week, You go through it, you look at it, and you write overall how you felt, and then you write out the changes again, and then you make the change, you implement them the very next day. Number five, you have a deadline. If you don't make a deadline, you will never accomplish a goal. That's just plain and simple. You won't accomplish it because you just feel like you have so much time to do it. And number six is have a reward in place and just make sure that that reward is parallel to your goal because if it's parallel to your goal, the success will be that much more gratifying. 
So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. But before I go, I want to let you know that, you know, since it's the new year, I am giving um, my listeners a discount on all my programs. So if you go to www.foreverfitfemale.com and you use um, discount code podcast, you will get up to $100 off of any program. And the programs are my one-on-one coaching, and those are both either you can do a 12-week or 24-week coaching. There is an eight-week body blueprint program that I run, and there is just um, nutritional macro coaching. So again, just use discount code podcast, and if you can find all the programs um, on my website at www.foreverfitfemale.com. And again, it's all under the tab coaching. So I love you guys and I will talk to you next week. Make it a great day. Bye-bye.